Hey everyone, Marissa here. I wanted to tell you about Local ABA. Local ABA is a remote supervision company founded by me. We're dedicated to providing quality supervision that focuses on your unique needs and how we can best support you. If you've ever been interested in remote supervision before, we are dedicated to curating a safe space to answer any questions you have with no shame and creating a community of supervisees who are committed to being culturally responsive and well-rounded BCBAs. Please visit us at our website, localaba.com or visit us on Instagram at localbcba. Thank you so much. Looking forward to hearing from you soon. I just had a really good support system and they kept reminding me like, it's just a test. Like everyone fails a test. And I'm like, no guys, you don't get it though. This is like my career. Like I failed my career exam. This is like the worst thing possible, but Everyone was just reminding me just to keep going that you've never given up before, so why give up now? <laughs> Welcome back to My ABA Partner. So today is a really, really special episode because I am with Peggy Yay. Uh, in the flesh. I'm visiting Hawaii. We're doing some business stuff, and so I'm really, really excited for this episode. We have today um, Julia and Casey. So Julia, I met through test strategy sessions, and she is just such a beautiful soul. And I'm so excited that she's going to be coming on local EBA to do test strategy sessions on Saturdays um, out of certain months. So if you guys uh, are lucky enough to work with Julia, she is amazing. So um, her partner is her new fiance, Casey, and I am so excited to meet him, pick his brain. How are you feeling, Peg? Good. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm excited to meet you both. Um, I've never met either of you, so this is exciting. Yes. Yeah, and that was quite the intro, Marissa. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Yes. I'm really, really happy that you both, we can make this work. I know we've been trying to make it work, so thank I you. I know. <laughs> So our midnoon force choice is, would you prefer, or do you prefer the winter months or the summer months? And we're going to assume that you're not in Hawaii, so it's either yeah. cold or hot temperatures. <laughs> yeah. For me, I prefer summer because I just want to see the sun and go to the beach and everything. Um, that's what I prefer. What about you? I prefer the summer as well, hence why I live in Hawaii. But yes, yes I'm definitely a summer girl. Yes. What about you, Julia? Yeah, I prefer summer over winter, but I'm in New England, so that's probably why I don't like the winter, because we get the worst storms and blizzards, so. Whenever Julia sends you pictures of her, like, snowy deck, I'm like, oh my gosh, this looks so nice, like, I love it out there, and she's like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> and I then I send her a picture of, like, me shoveling, I'm like, yeah, like, five minutes later, you're over it, trust me. <laughs> yes, yes. How about you, Casey? Uh, it's kind of a toss-up. I actually kind of yeah. like a little bit of both. I kind of like the ending of summer into winter, you know, when things are kind of cool and you don't really sweat when doing anything outside. <laughs> but once you get to the snow, you're kind of over it. So, I like the hybrid answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Awesome. So um, let's talk about you guys. Like, how did you both meet? How did you initially meet? I guess. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 you can say because you don't like when I tell the story, my version of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I have uh, a few tattoos and uh, the tattoo shop I used to go to, she used to work at. Um, so I am a very oblivious person when and if anybody is hitting or talking on talking to me uh, in that context. So I would go in several times and I guess she was always making little comments that I just never caught because there were no red flags for me. Um, <laughs> so it kind of just went on. And then one day I ran away, came across her on Facebook, um, just added her on Facebook. And it just started from there. We just started talking from there. But yeah. it's always been an inside joke that I was uh, semi-stalking her. Because I worked at a tattoo shop in a movie theater and he used to come into both all the time. So I was like, ooh, okay. So I used to like make little comments to him and like jokes and he would like just brush me off. And I'm like, oh, is he like playing hard to get? Because okay, like I like a challenge. But no, he was just like dumb and not picking up on the fact that I was interested. And then he he messaged me saying that he noticed I wasn't working at the theater when he came in and I was like, Ooh, stalker alert. But, <laughs> but, it's literally the yeah. only movie theater in our area. So whatever. <laughs> no, I love that. So Julia, like what about Casey kind of like initially attracted you to him that you were like, Oh, I kind of want to pursue this. I don't know. He was just really quiet, but I don't know. I, I made a joke about because he was really tall. Like when he walked in, I was like, ooh, I love tall guys. And like he came in, he had his tattoos. He was kind of quiet. I was like, mm, I don't know. I'm interested. Aww. I really don't know what it was about him, to be honest. Because <laughs> he was so awkward once you started to get to know him. <laughs> That's so good. Awesome. So, you know, it's kind of like, it sounds like, Casey, you're, you're saying that not this doesn't happen to you a lot and you're like what the heck is happening like this girl is like trying to you know talk to me I don't know like are we friends are we not you know what I mean like so like for you when you added her and stuff like what was what was going through your mind I didn't know if it was gonna lead to anything in particular to be completely honest um I you know thought I was gonna get blocked uh <laughs> But, you almost uh, did. It, it, it worked out. Um, I'm I'm an awkward person. I I'm open to that. Um, so it's kind of tough for me to open up about certain things. But like, it was a little bit easier for me to reach out, I guess, over like a social media platform and slowly get comfortable with the person to you know sure. then move up to you know exchanging phone numbers and actually talking on the phone, which nobody does anymore. But. Yeah, yeah, nice. So you said, I like the way you said awkward. So where are you guys from? Uh, Rhode Island. Yep. Rhode Island. We actually grew up in the same town. We yeah. went to the same high school, but he was, you're what, four years older than me? Yes. So I was, in, I was a freshman when he was a senior, so yep. didn't really cross paths or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, so in your ABA journey, Julia, like, where were you at when you first met Casey? Like, were you in your grad program? Oh, no, it was really early. And so this was six years ago. So I had just started as a past worker. So I wasn't even in like ABA specifically yet. I was kind of just starting my journey, to be honest, when we started talking. Yes. Okay. So So I I was doing pass and I was doing like home based stuff, but it wasn't ABA specific yet. So gotcha. So Casey's been with you. Since the beginning, since the yeah, one. yeah, I think I was almost done with my undergrad when we met. Like, I yep. think I had a year left of college, maybe, and then I got my bachelor's. So, 
yeah, really early in. <laughs> gotcha. Great. So Casey, like in your opinion, where do you feel was like the best point in time in this whole ABA journey? Because now Julia is a BCBA. So yeah, <laughs> finally. <laughs> yes. Um, and we can talk more about your journey, but like, what do you feel has like been the best time for you guys? It, it's kind of tough because seeing her evolve and go through all these different positions and different learning uh, curves um, through all the different jobs she's been with, it, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to pick a particular one just to see her grow and be where she is now and overcome all the little things that she's had to go through. Um, it'd be really hard to pick out, you know, any particular spot in time. Just everything all together is just kind of, you know, one big uh, awesome journey for us, for her. Aw, I love that. How about you, Julia? What do you feel is the the best time for you throughout this journey? Finishing my master's. I was so (laughs) over it. I never wanted to go for my master's. I always said, like, I am just doing my bachelor's and that's it. And the company I was at, the owner was, like, really pushing me. She was like, you should just go for your master's. You'd be such a good BCBA. You should just do it. And I was like, I was like, all right. I mean, it's only two years. Whatever. I'll just do it. So... I had taken two years off after I graduated with my bachelor's, did my master's. So I feel like graduating and starting like the studying process was probably the best part for me because I was like one step closer to finally being a BCBA. That's fantastic. Um, the ma- I feel like I don't really hear that a lot. Like the best time was like in the master's, yeah. you know? So yeah. that's really unique, I feel. Um, if you don't mind sharing, where did you go for your undergrad? So my undergrad, I went to Rhode Island College. And then for my master's, I went to Ball State University. So they're based in Indiana. So I did their online program. That's nice. So someone in your undergrad kind of like pushed you or propelled you toward ABA and was like, hey, Julia, I think that this would be a good fit for you kind of thing. Yeah, it was the owner of the company I was working at. So I was an RBT. I had my RBT credential and I just always liked working with kids. And when I got into like the ABA stuff, I was just like, oh, it like kind of just came naturally to me. And she was like, you need to be a BCBA. And I was like, Meh, no, like I kind of like just working with the kids. And then I kind of got to a point where I was getting more interested in like the treatment planning and all the behind the scenes stuff that BCBAs do. And she was like, I'm telling you, just go for your master's. So I caved and I did it. And the rest is history. <laughs> Why? I'm glad that you did. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> So then with that, what would you, I'll direct this at Casey first, because I feel like it's fun to go to the partner first. What do you think was the hardest part of the journey? And you can say from your, like for you and then also for Julia. Um, I, I, I think it was probably going for her BCBA. Um, it was hard on both of us. <laughs> um it was tough. She watching her put in all the hours and all the work and whatnot um, to, you know, take an exam and not pass it on the first time, seeing how much it hurt her, but knowing that not many people do pass it on the first time. um, Mm -hmm. I knew that, you know, she had it in her, she was so close and she just had to keep pushing. Um, That has to, you know, be my favorite part of that journey. Yeah. So, Julia, when I met you, if you can clarify for me, had you taken the exam yet or you had not yet? No, I was close to taking it. No, because before you, 
I was studying with SNABA and I met my like study group through there. There was like six or seven of us total. And then I attended one of your like random events that you did. It was like yeah. a music and MO. Oh yeah. 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 So, and then I started following you on Instagram and then I saw you own your own company and I was like, Oh, I should like do some, you know, test strategy with her. And then yeah. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> <how> we met. <laughs> yes. And can you tell us a little bit more about like that part of your journey? So like we met, we did test strategy, a bundle, and then you took your test. And can you let me know from there? Yeah. So I had graduated in May and then I was studying with my study group. I was studying with you. I took my exam on Halloween and I was like, this is going to be great. Halloween's my favorite holiday. Like I got this. And I was like, so confident. I was like, this is going to be a piece of cake. No worries. I went in and I got those two pieces of paper and I failed by four points. And it was like the worst day of my life. I called Casey crying. I was like, I can't even drive home right now. Like I was hysterical in the parking lot. And then I ended up texting you and I like called my mom freaking out and stuff. So now can I just clarify, sorry, just for me, because I wasn't a part of this, but is this October of 2020? Yes, it was last year. Last mm-hmm. year. Okay. So yep. then, go ahead. So keep going. So after that, what happened next? So I cried all day. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I came home and I told Casey, I was like, I don't even want to pass out candy. Like I just rolled myself in a blanket. <laughs> and he was like, we're going out to eat because we're going to celebrate the I fact that, that you took the exam. Like whether or not you passed, you still sat there and you did it. So we're going to go. So we went out to my favorite Mexican restaurant near my house. Mm. I got a smothered burrito and a huge margarita. And I was like, just, you know. Having a little pity party for the night, but the next day I like woke up and I told myself like, I'm not going to stop. I have to keep going. So I reapplied for the exam. I got approved and I picked a new testing date. So I tested uh, in December. It was like right after Christmas and we had gotten a house in September too. So like we had a lot going on, but I did it right after the holidays and I passed and I think that was like the best day of my life. It was so exciting. (laughs) So we did a bundle you didn't pass, unfortunately. We did another bundle, and then mm-hmm. in December, and then you passed. So yep. I think that you know, through that, like seeing from point A to point you know Z was like such instrumental growth. Like we have something that we call a workshopping process at local ABA test strategy, and I'd never seen anybody nail it quite like Julia had. Wow. And so. I knew like by the sixth session, I was like, she's going to, she's going to do it. You know, she's good. She's going to pass. And so I, I felt it. And, um, to see that and to see your growth and to see you pass was so, I was so, so proud of you. So, um, you're, you're amazing. And that's why we're asking you to come and do test strategy sessions with us. And we're in the process of training and all of that. And that's super fun because now Julia is seeing the other side of it where she's like, oh, wow, this is like, this is the it's so cool. So cool, you know, and, um, you know, just like doing like IOA with all that is super fun and seeing where Julia is thinking of like giving feedback to other, you know, possible participants. It's been really, really great. And I think that your story, a lot of people resonate with that. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so I think that you're going to be fantastic. And oh, thank you. Yeah. So for, 
I don't, I'm not sure. Do we do that for Julie? Yeah. Um, well, actually, Casey, you said the hardest time was watching her go for her BCBA. So to clarify, you meant during this testing phase, the testing. Correct. Part. Yeah. It's seeing her be so hard on herself uh, mm-hmm. after the first time of failing when I, I knew that she had it in her. Again, yeah. it, not many people passing it the first time around. I was like, you got this your second time without a doubt. You know, I mean, I had, you know, no worries whatsoever that she wasn't going to be able to get it her second time around. Yes. Yeah. So, so what did you feel like, Julia? Do you agree like that was the hardest time or do you feel, do you think, it, do you have a different opinion on that? That definitely was hard just because you put in so much work and you put in so much energy to studying for months and then to be, I think being so close hurt the most. Like I would have rather failed by like 50 points because then I would have been like, all right, I have like a ways to go. But being one to two questions shy, I was like, I should have taken more time. I should have done this. Like I kept saying I should have done all these things, but what's done is done. So that was definitely hard. And I think accruing my hours too. A lot of people have their horror stories with that. Like it's really hard getting all those hours in and all the paperwork. And it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a journey. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I think that, you know, talking about the pity party, I was all about the pity party. (laughs) I was all about taking the day to feel however I felt. Yeah. I remember walking out of the testing center, going to Foodland, which is a market here in Hawaii, and buying whatever I wanted. (laughs) I was like, yep chips yep hummus like whatever I wanted I had no limits and like walked out of there paying like 250 dollars for like my groceries and snacks and I I just felt how I wanted to feel that night and then the next morning I reapplied and then like and got back on the horse essentially so yeah for those of you folks out there who are feeling you know defeated after failure that is valid. That is how you feel, how you want to feel. Just don't let that debilitate you from getting back up on the horse and trying again, you know? So for sure. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's just a test. Like you can retake it. And when you go to interview, it's not like they say like, oh, you took your exam three times. Well, we have another interviewee who only took it once. So we're going to hire her. Like it really doesn't matter because it's all about your skill set and that test does not reflect your skill set at all it's just like all knowledge stuff and I have the worst test taking like anxiety I hate taking tests ever since I was a little Mm -hmm. kid like Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) like it's so bad how I get with it but yeah don't let it define you (laughs) yeah and I, I think as we go through our journeys everybody's is different and it's challenging in different ways but I think we all chalk this test up to this like we put it on the pedestal right and we make it like this almost unattainable sometimes in our head because we just like at the end it's the test it's the test it's the test and we put so much pressure on it that like if you already have test anxiety I cannot imagine what that felt like going into this exam that's like the exam of your life you know so that takes whatever anxiety you have and just multiplies. yeah definitely so credit to you that you you know you (laughs) You got that under control and the second time you're like, no, I got this. You know, that's right. No, I have Marissa to to Mm -hmm. thank for that because I don't think I would have like bounced back as quickly because as soon as I told her like, Marissa, I failed. Like I I was four points away. She was like, and that's okay. Like you're going to get it next time. Do not freak out about it. Like she just like pushed me. Like do not stop. Don't let it like stop your journey. Just keep going. So 
that's why I reapplied yeah. right away. I was like, I'm not even going to wait because the pity party will just expand. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, feel how you want to feel the day. That's like my golden rule of thumb. Like, feel how you yeah. want to feel that day. That's that's fine. The next day, do it, reapply. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, you have to move on from it. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, no, that's that's what she got to do. All right. So this next question is for you again, Casey. What advice would you give to other ABA partners? Uh, have a lot of patience. Um, <laughs> be there in any form of support that they need. Um, you know, everybody copes with that kind of thing just differently. Um, just be there for them, whatever they ask for, you know, just try and comfort them, reassure them that, you know, they got it. Uh, like I said, I took her out to dinner that night for Mexican because I knew that was going to, you know, <laughs> make things better. Um, and I just wanted to, you know, reassure her that don't give up, you know, take a day, take a two days, three days, whatever it is, but get right back into it. You know, don't let it, don't let it knock you down because, you know, you got it. Um, that would be it. Just be there. However they need you. That's really sweet. I love that you took her out to Mexican. Me too. Right. <laughs> Just very thoughtful and, I was, and supportive. And go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, and I was like, I don't want to go out. I just want to sit on the couch. And he's like, mm -hmm. get up. I don't care if you're in sweatpants, whatever you're wearing. Like, we are going out. We're going to celebrate that you did it. And I'm like, I'm a failure. And I was like, just freaking out. But the margarita and, you know, the burrito definitely helped a little bit. So. <laughs> Yeah, that is so sweet. Yeah, because I think that that's important. All of the ABA partners that we've talked to, extremely uh, patient. Yes. Starting yes. with Ryan yeah. and to Hal <laughs> and Eric and all these guests that we've had. And like, that is a common denominator that I'm seeing is that the partner is like patient beyond belief, you know? And I think that that's just something really, really special. And supportive oh. too. Like that patience, but also that support piece. Like, and like push. Yeah. Like it's, you're okay. We know you've got this. So we're going to make sure we're there to keep you going. You know, I feel like that's a common thing that we've been seeing too. And it sounds like you did that as well, Casey. So we're very grateful to you for that. So yes. please know that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No. And even like with gaining my hours or just like hard days at work, like Casey doesn't, he only knows about ABA, like from what I tell him, but he would always listen to me vent and rant and then just move on from it. Sometimes you just need to get it out of your system. It's mm -hmm. stressful, the journey. It's Half of the time, I'm not 100% sure what she's talking about, <laughs> but I'm just there to listen. So. <laughs> That's so great. And that, that sounds very familiar. I, my mm -hmm. husband would say exactly the same thing. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. Um, so, you know, during your studying process, Julia, like, would there be anything that Casey would do to, like, help you study or anything like that? To be honest, um, not really. Just give me my space because I'm kind of, like, I'm very much a planner and I'm very OCD in the way I do things. So I feel like a planner. like she is such a planner. I need to know like what's happening when it's happening. So I feel like even if he would offer like that would just give me anxiety. Like I just need to do this myself. So mm. he would just go play his video games. He would just, you know, <laughs> do his thing. And I would just be in my room like studying with my flashcards and all my other things. But yeah, I think just giving me my space was helpful, as weird as that sounds. No, that no, doesn't sound yeah. weird at all. I mean, I think <laughs> that's super valid. Like, some folks are, like, different. They're like, yeah, I helped her study. Oh, yeah, she helped me talk through it. But 
I think that's really real. Like, no, I just need my space. Like, because <laughs> studying with other people sometimes is not the best thing for me. So having my own space, I could totally see that and that being helpful. Okay, so this question is for Casey. What's one thing that they don't tell you about being with someone in the field? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> some days, I, I know she loves exactly everything she does. I know, you know, she puts her heart and soul into everything she does with the kids and all that. Um, some days she comes home just slightly burned out. Um, again, with the patience thing, it, it, you know, it just comes with anything. You can love exactly what you do, but you're still going to, you know, have those days where you're just kind of burned out and you just kind of, you know, you got to relax a little bit. So there'll be days where she comes home like that and I can, you know, tell. <laughs> and so, you can say it. I'm irritable and I'm snappy yeah. well, and I'm yeah. like, leave me alone. Like now is not the time. I just had a, I just had a 45 minute tantrum. Leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> so just be patient. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's nothing negative against you. It's just, it's just a tough day at work. You know, everybody has them no matter what you do. So um, it's nothing different, you know, in this line of work. And I'm always analyzing his behaviors and he gets so annoyed with oh it. He'll be like, stop God. ABAing me. And I'm like, or I'll be doing stuff to the cats and he'll be like, are you really doing that right now? Like you're not at work. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> ABA can be used everywhere. It works on the cats all the time. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. So our ending question to is for both of you. So Knowing everything that you know now throughout this process, what is one thing that you learned about yourself? So I could go, you go first. Nope. Me? <laughs> yep. Um, I guess one thing I learned that I'm very, that I'm motivated. I mean, I had my end goal and I had a lot of obstacles that got in my way, but I just kept pushing through and I kept going. Um, and I definitely realized what a good support team I had. I don't think I had realized it before. Like I knew I had people that supported me, obviously, but like going through failing the exam and having to retake it and going through like the emotions and all that, like Casey was there for me through all that. Um, my like three best friends were there for me. My mom was very supportive during that time. So, and they always reminded me to keep going, not to give up. I remember when I was taking my exam the second time, like I was freaking out a few weeks prior and one of my friends came over and she had bought me this cardigan. Um, I love cheetah print. That's like my tacky obsession. And she bought me this cheetah cardigan and she was like, it's just good luck for your exam day because you got this. And I wore it on my exam day. So like I was thinking of her and like her energy while I was taking the exam. So yeah, I just had a really good support system and they kept reminding me like, it's just a test. Like, everyone fails a test. And I'm like, no, guys, you don't get it, though. This is like my career. Like I failed my career exam. This is like the worst thing possible. But everyone's just reminding me just to keep going that you've never given up before. So why give up now? <laughs> nice. I love that. What about you, Casey? Honestly, it's not give up on really, you know, just bettering yourself. Um, watching being so close to somebody that's worked so hard to get to where she is now. Um, you know, you see that stuff all the time on you know, TV and movies and stuff like that. But physically being there, watching somebody grow and, you know, continuing to better themselves, no matter the struggles, the challenges, like it kind of makes me want to better myself too daily. Uh, little things here and there. Um, 
you know, no matter what it may be, you know, gaining more patience through all of this. Um, <laughs> I, I, I work in the retail end. So obviously, you know, customers, you got to have a lot of patience. So I've gained a lot more patience, you know, throughout all of this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just, you know, always pushing to be a better person now, just seeing, you know, the path that she's going down. Anybody can do it. I love that. That's so great. Yeah, definitely carving out that time for you and your own self-growth because this is – because, like, you can be so focused on yourself throughout this process. So I'm sure, Julia, like, I'm, I was so focused on my journey and, like, all the stuff that I was going through – and I wasn't thinking about my partner. At that I, I can time. I can agree with that for in my relationship as well. Like I yeah. was very selfish through, and it was because it was it's very it's consuming. It's very consuming. So all consuming. Yeah. So I'm glad, Casey, that you said that I had time to focus on on me because like Julia was probably focusing just on her during that time. Just like a lot of listeners are focusing on themselves because we, they have to, you know? Um, and so I think that that's really important. I hope other ABA partners take that and like also grow from that too. Mm -hmm. So that's amazing. Thank you both so much, which brings (laughs) us to our final segment, which is a mailbag. So we have a question from at Rosie eats behavior. Um, Oh, I what? love her. I follow her. Wow, <laughs> yes. Rosie. Um, what's a favorite dish that each other makes? So you can say. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, like for my partner? Yeah. Um, my favorite meal that my partner makes is, well, okay. I, I kind of taught him how to make spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, yeah. From, <laughs> so I'm Italian and I come from a um, – Italian family who we used to have like our spaghetti Sundays and all that stuff. So we have, you know, our family recipe and, um, Ryan did not have any Italian in his background. So I was, I taught him like our family recipe and now he makes it and he makes it very, very well. And I would say that that's probably my favorite meal that he makes for me. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. I can't (laughs) wait to make it all here. Yeah. That's a good point. We can make it. Yes. Um, I think I'll do what I love to make. Uh, my mom loves to make uh, fideo and flautas, and that is something that I also love to make as well. So that's my You're going to have to make dish. that for me. I've never, okay. never had I haven't homemade. made it in so long, so if it's junk, I'm sorry. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, what about you guys? Go ahead. We are not good chefs, so we're probably going to pick the same thing. Like cooking is, we love to eat, but we just, we can't cook. <laughs> Go ahead. What, what's your favorite dish? Uh, it would have to be, you know, taco night. We love making, you know, tacos and homemade nachos. Um, mm-hmm. That and probably our homemade pizzas. Yes, that's mm-hmm. my favorite. Yes. We make this like chicken taco pizza and it's so good. Oh, so good. <laughs> yes, yes. There's like chicken and like the crumbled up chips and sour cream. and the Italian collided. Yes. It's so good. And Casey makes such good salsa. I mean, we should, we should try it then. Yeah. Because- <laughs> It's no, it's so good. Casey like makes his own salsa. He cuts everything up, and it's, it's so good. 
Oh we can't God. cook much, but the things we can cook, yep. we do a good job with. Nice. <laughs> that sounds great. Well, thank you guys so much for coming and sharing um, with us your story. I feel thank like you. your story is uh, really special. And, uh, you know, again, about perseverance. And I really like, Casey, that it's like the other partner is able to focus on themselves like focus on you too while they're focusing on them like you got to take time to focus on you and bettering yourself so that was really really important if you don't mind sharing your engagement story really quick because i saw it on instagram (laughs) and i was like oh my gosh gosh." wait when did you get engaged so we just got engaged in august oh congratulations thank you so we've been together six years i've been nagging for this ring probably since like year two so he made me wait a really, really long time for this. Um, no, it was really good. So it was over the summer. It was I was doing like a birthday party. It was the weekend after my birthday. I was just having a few friends over. I was doing like a Jersey Shore themed birthday. So I was like, everybody has to come dressed up like in Jersey Shore attire. And we were kind of just getting everything set up outside. I had like cornhole and a bunch of decorations. Um, so we were setting up in case he was like, oh, let's go play a couple rounds of cornhole. And like, I was like, what? I was like, people are coming soon. He's like, yeah, let's just go play. I'm like, all right, it's kind of weird, but all right. So like we went and played a couple rounds and I did terrible. I lost. And then we were like walking back up the deck and I made some comment and he was like, oh, you're still a winner. And I turned around and he was on his knee and. and then I instantly just like I was like yes and just like grabbed the ring I'm like finally oh that's so cute Uh, and then my friends came over and they were all screaming and I'm surprised the neighbors didn't call the cops to be honest and think someone was like getting murdered because everyone was just like high shrieking like they were all waiting with me these last six years so (laughs) did they all know it was happening before they came no oh so no i didn't tell anybody nobody knew not even my mom i kept it a secret it was funny as i had the ring for about four months in the garage in my toolbox and she could never find it (laughs) i literally facetimed I FaceTimed my friend one day while he was at work and I was like, I'm going to just go through this whole house. I'm finding that ring. I was like, I just want to find the box. Like I won't open it to see what it looks like, but I need the comfort of knowing it's in here (laughs) because I'm a planner. So I need to know when it's coming. Uh, And I was like FaceTiming my friend. I was moving stuff in his office and like matching it with the dust lines after to make sure he wouldn't (laughs) know I was going through it. And that was the one spot I didn't look was his toolbox because one of them was locked. Yeah, like one of it was locked or I looked really quick. I didn't check the bottom drawer, whatever it was. And when he told me, I was like, are you kidding me? I searched this whole house and it was in the most (laughs) obvious spot. I was so mad. (laughs) I'm impressed. That's a hard secret to keep from everybody for a long time, especially when you know, because my my husband can relate to your side of the story Um, because I was like, we were together for a very long time before we got engaged and there was this, I was asking a lot and um (laughs) so i feel like when you have somebody who's anticipating it it's a really hard secret to keep from everybody so that's impressive i'm 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 impressed by that i was impressed and mad yeah and i would keep making (laughs) jokes like one day i'm gonna get it i'm like or maybe we should just you know maybe we should break up it's okay that we got a house like you're just never gonna propose to me and i would do like my little pity stuff and he just used his planned ignoring on me he was like "Mm, whatever i told her I told her every time she brought it up, I pushed it back another month. 
<laughs> Which is why I waited six years because I brought it up every day. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, that he was ABAing you there. I think he, he was, <laughs> and that annoyed me more after because I'm like, huh, I should. And then I went a period of like three weeks of not mentioning it. And I'm like, you just you still haven't done it yet. And he's like, it's been two weeks, Julia. I'm like, two weeks of silence. Let's go. Like, <laughs> Oh, man. So that's we finally got it. So we're getting married next year. We set our date. <laughs> Yay. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so good. Well, thank you guys again. I really enjoyed meeting you, Casey. Heard so much about thank you. you. <laughs> so, um, thank you for having us. Yes, this was of course. Thank you, Peg, for yeah. coming with me. And we will see you next time. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you.